Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Hashtag Clocked In with me, your host, Jordan Edwards. I'm thrilled to have you tune in as we dive into the dynamic world of productivity, success, and stories of incredible individuals who've mastered the art of getting things done. Whether you're commuting, hitting the gym, or just relaxing at home, this podcast is the go-to source for inspiration and actionable tips to level up your productivity game. I'm on a mission to unravel the secrets of those who seem to effortlessly manage their time and achieve their goals. So if you're ready to clock in and unlock your full potential, you're in the right place. We've got a lineup of amazing guests, industry experts, and thought leaders who will share their insights and strategies to help us crush your to-do list and make the most out of every moment. Get ready to get inspired, motivated, and equipped with the tools you need to supercharge your productivity. This is Hashtag Clocked In with Jordan Edwards. Let's dive in. What's up? It's Clocked In with Jordan Edwards here. Guys, I have a special guest, Courtney F., CEO of Outside the Box Business Solutions. Despite what many of us think about 2020, best-selling author Courtney Epps has turned it into her best year yet. In the span of a week, the tax strategist has hit two new milestones, earning both her PhD and IRS enrollment agent credentials at the same time. Welcome, Courtney. Hello, Jordan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to have you here. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. So tell us about what you're doing. Tell us how you got started. What's outside the box solutions? What, what are you up to? So, you know, I'll just give you a little background about me. I've been an accountant for the last 19 years. And, uh, you know, I hated being an accountant for 16 of those years. And the reason why is because, one, accounting is boring right? And, you know, nobody wants to talk about paying money in taxes. And I really did not realize how much of a superpower that I had until about three years ago. And when I started actually focusing on strategy and how I could help people keep more of their money, instead of just preparing their tax returns, which is what most accountants are focused on. And it's not their fault. It's just we're not taught in college how to help people keep more money. And so, you know, I've been involved in multiple things, actually, and the reason why is because 10 years ago, I put my my insurance agency and accounting practice up for sale, and I was dealing with a lot of personal issues, and when I sold it, the guy stopped paying me after four months, and I lost everything that I owned. I was a quarter of a million dollars in debt. I had a five-year non-compete in the entire state of South Carolina that had anything to do with insurance and accounting, so... I was kind of lost and I didn't know what to do. And me and my, my husband at the time actually started a fundraising company because that was one of the things I always loved to do. And that ended up leading uh, me into a network marketing company. And I fell in love with the fact that uh, one, that I could not only help people save money in taxes, because that is one of the things that I do right now is I teach people how to free up money through having some sort of home-based business. I don't care what that business is. I don't care if it's an affiliate marketing. I don't care if you start a blog or a podcast or whatever you want to do. It just needs to be some sort of home-based business. And when I got involved in that company, I was able to save someone. I did their tax return and I was able to save them $4,100 more than they'd ever gotten back before. 
And that was such a eye opener for me that I could help people keep more money and I could help change households. And so that's kind of, you know, the path that I started on, but I really was focused on part-time doing taxes and full-time doing network marketing. And about three years ago, I made a shift and I decided that I was supposed to be helping people in the network marketing space or home-based business space as opposed to being inside of it. Because on the outside, I could teach people how it's in their best interest to save more money in taxes and how they could do that. And I could help the entire industry instead of just helping one company. So that's exactly what I did. Three years ago, I really uh, started taking my business seriously. I got involved with uh, Tony Robbins, and uh, I went to an event and realized that because I'd lost my business numerous years before, I was self-sabotaging myself. I was scared to death to fail again, so I just decided not to do anything, right? I was lim- I had massive limiting beliefs. I was um, allowing myself to be undervalued, which allowed me to bring on the wrong type of clients who were not paying me what I deserved or paying me at all for that matter. And then the last part of that is I was choosing to be unhappy. I was choosing to be depressed and I realized that I could change that. So that all shifted in a matter of four hours listening to Tony Robbins. And the next day I came out swinging and I'm like, you know, I really should focus on my accounting practice and what I can do there and how much of a superpower. And for the first time ever, I realized that I could take what I did wrong and I could help other businesses take the road less stupid. And that was such an eye opener for me. And it actually felt like it gave me such a sense of purpose that I didn't lose my business because I failed. I lost my business because God put that in my path to lose my business so I could help other people keep theirs. And so yeah, I, I yeah. just want to make a note. I love that so much. The fact that you were able to have the humility and awareness to go, hey, this was a mistake that happened, not partially by my being, but also that guy wasn't right not to pay you. But for you to go, hey, now I'm going to go help others so they don't have that mistake. Because I know a lot of people listening right now have that experience where they go, yeah, I had a rough childhood or I had a rough this or a rough that then teach, teach others how to avoid these issues. It's super important. Yes, it is. And, you know, one of the things I think I've spent my entire life working really, really hard to bypass the things that are going on in my life that I can't really control. And so, you know, and that's great to a certain extent, but if that work doesn't provide you massive purpose, then you're just a depressed, overworked human being, (laughs) right? You're overstressed, overworked, and you're depressed. And so what happened two years ago is I made a major shift in my business. I had been involved, the first company that, or the, excuse me, the last company I got involved in that was a network marketing company was a nutrition company. And I had a lot of medical issues. And most people don't realize I've I've suffered, I was supposed to have brain surgery 13 years ago, and the doctors were going to put a a stent in my brain to bypass the nerve in my brain that caused migraines, 
And then I was told I had a, a brain tumor. And then I was told I didn't have a brain tumor. And I've had mold poisoning and mercury poisoning. And I was diagnosed with having fibromyalgia nine years ago. And I had IBS for 22 years. And so I've had a, just had a lot of medical issues and a lot of doctors that stirred me down the wrong, that pushed me down the wrong path. And so I was very committed to helping people not take that path on top of freeing up money. So I can't be involved in network marketing. And I, I fell in love with this one nonprofit that was uh, being funded by this for-profit company that I was involved in. And they had something called a social business. And I love the fact that they were giving, they were doing what's called a buy one, give one model. For every serving of every product, they were providing a serving of whole food, plant-based nutrition to children in need. And so I had a really hard time when I started getting better through the mercury and the mold poisoning that I, I may need to go back to that company, but I had such a huge purpose with doing taxes. And so I realized at that point, I was sitting here doing my doing tax returns and in April of 2018, and I was sitting and typing, like I was literally typing on the computer, and I said, oh my God, a child just died. And I don't know if you know this, but every six seconds a child dies from malnutrition. And it's not yeah. what we think is malnutrition. It is, uh, in our country, it's children eating the wrong foods that are making them over um, that severely malnourished. It's children in other countries that aren't getting the proper nutrients, and they're severely malnourished. So 8,640 children a day, 6 million children a year die from malnutrition. And, and so, in what countries are most of these located in? Oh, man, it's all over the world, but you, we see it in our country as sickness. Yeah. The children are dying from leukemia or they're dying from an autoimmune disorder or they're dying from some some rare tumor that yeah. didn't exist, you know, 50 years ago. And so it doesn't look like what you would think malnutrition is. It looks like a child that may be obese. It looks like a child that has has medical issues, that has diabetes, you know, type 1 diabetes. And so those are malnourished children. They're not getting the nutrients that they need in order to heal their body. And so I was doing this tax return. And now, granted, I'm saving people money in taxes, so that's great. But it doesn't hold a candle to providing nourishment for a child and saving a child. And so I sat here and dad, I started typing again. And I was like, another child just died. So what I did, I ended up going to an event that this company had, and I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know how to fix my problem, that I knew my true purpose in life was to provide for children and to help children, but I knew what I needed to do, which was prepare, prepare taxes. And so there was a travel company there at that point at this, at this event, and they said, you know what, we're going to, for every $100 that you spend with us, we're going to provide servings, uh, a child a serving for an entire month. We're going to, to nourish a child for a month. And that just kind of triggered me to ask the question to Sam Castor, which is the founder of Manor Relief, which is a nonprofit. And I said, you know, Sam, how much does it cost to provide nourishment for a child? And he said, $2. And so I immediately said, $2, a, you know, a day. And he said, no, $2 a month. 
that you can provide whole food plant-based nutrition to children in need for $2 a month. And, and that just, go ahead. That was, that was the aha. Yeah, because that was sitting, it. You're sitting there, your first distinction is I'm saving people money. I'm not just doing people's tax returns. And then right. your second distinction is how can I find this purpose where I feel like I'm actually achieving my best self. Yes. And that's through helping the kids. It yes. sounds like. and, the, and the byproduct, the byproduct of doing good is making money. The yeah. Doing, making money should never be the initial goal. It should always yeah. be a byproduct of doing good. And so we started giving and it wasn't, um, you know, I committed that for every dollar that we brought into our accounting practice that we're, we were going to provide a serving of whole food plant-based nutrition, which is we're not giving from a net income. We're giving from a gross income, meaning before we pay anything, we're providing that, that nutrition. And the first month, it was about $15,000 that we made. And we were able, it was about, I remember the check was about $789, I think, at that point. And we didn't have the extra money to give because we were just really starting to, to grow our business. And what month six, was this? This was uh, April of 2018. Okay. And we were just starting to grow our business. We were in the middle of a massive mold lawsuit with, an, with our prior landlord who hid mold in our home. He sued us. So we were dealing with that. And literally, I was paying an attorney $5,000 a month to fight that case that I could not get out of. And, you know, I thought I made a mistake. I'm like, how could I have committed to give a for every dollar to give 7% off the top to provide a, a serving? And I made a commitment that I was going to do it. So I gave that check. And I remember that that check would have bounced. Like, I handed it to him to Sam and I said hey can you wait a week on the check and he said that's fine Courtney and I said you know I really appreciate it the next week I got a $25,000 check from the IRS that I've been waiting on for three and a half years that, and yeah, yeah let that, that sink huge. in let that sink in because I, I you're not the first person I've heard something happen like this where you go and give and then it it's reciprocal. It comes back in the world in some sort of way. And it always works itself out. We've heard many stories like this. And how yeah. was that for you actually getting that check? Like, what'd that feel like? I mean, it was, it was crazy because I'd been fighting with the IRS. It was a, um, we moved long story short, we moved and they audited us and I didn't know it. So it took forever for them to finally get to the proper person and for us to get that money back. And so, you know, that money all came back and I'm like, this is insane. So, but I knew that it was God, you know, I mean, it could be anything else. And then the next month, May of 2018, we had, we made $22,000 that month. And I remember the, the money, I think it was about $1,300, $1,400 that we had to give to Manor Relief. And we gave that check again. We'd already spent all that money. Um, on trying to buy our things back that we lost in this mold uh, issue and paying up the attorney. And so we, the next week, my husband's grandma called and said, Hey, like, I want to give you, I want you guys to come to dinner with us. And so she met with all the family and gave us each $5,000. I just out of the blue. And so I knew at that point that we'd made the right decision and that, 
you know, in order to receive true abundance, you really do have to have a massive purpose and start giving back. And so we started giving and giving and giving and, and you know, fast forward to uh, this year, February of uh, 2019 or 2020, excuse me, February 29th, uh, Tony Rama's birthday. Operation Underground Railroad was at his birthday, and I went and to what, his birthday and party. What, what is that? What is that for the people? So, that may not Operation Underground Railroad it works with uh, children to free children from sex trafficking, and that was very big on my heart. And I wanted to give back, and we ended up giving twenty five thousand at that event. Plus, I committed to providing all of the nourishment for all of the children that they ever free from sex trafficking. So it's very important to me. And so they had about 4,000 children. And I said, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll feed them all. <laughs> so we just recently sent a thousand uh, for enough nourishment for 90 days for a thousand children uh, to Ghana and Uganda from Manor Relief. I connected those two. And, you know, what's crazy is that we gave. I can't, I called my husband the next morning and I said, look, I said, we found another nonprofit to give to. And he said, we're giving enough. We're not giving anymore. And I said, well, it's too late. Uh, we already did. And so he said, you know, how much? And I said, $25,000. And he hung up on me. He was not happy. Uh, one, I mean, the biggest thing was that I didn't tell him, you know, and so the next day, I remember coming home that Sunday afternoon, and I told him, I said, you know, God is going to provide. We're going to get this money back. I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And on Monday, that was Sunday, and on Monday, QuickBooks sends me an email every day at 8 o'clock p.m. and tells me how much money is going to be deposited. So the email says money is on its way, right? And so at eight o'clock that night, I get this email and it's, and guess how much it was? 25,000 on the dot. It was $28,312. Wow. And what was that from? That was for sales that day. Oh, wow. Oh, so that was the biggest sales day. That day. So it was like God saying, you know what? You trusted me. And I'm going to give it all back to you plus interest. And that's exactly what happened. And so our income now, we are, uh, uh, we are providing 9,000 children a day. It was 550 a day when we first started. Now we're at 9,000 children a day providing whole food, plant-based nutrition. Uh, we added in another nonprofit that we are providing 53 people a day with fresh water. So that's a nonprofit called The Last Well. And so it costs $4.58 to provide a person with fresh water for a lifetime. And so what we did is we started for every wait, 100. Four, wait, wait, wait. $4.58. Water for a lifetime. For a lifetime. Wow. As much as a less than a Starbucks coffee, you can yeah. provide a person with fresh water for a lifetime. And so we are working right now to do a border to border initiative in Liberia. We will have ended that project. Actually, in two weeks, I'm going to meet the president of Liberia and we're going to see the last whale being put in the ground in Liberia. And then we're going to we're going to announce another country that we're going to do. So in 10 and a half years, this nonprofit has provided fresh water 
border to border in the worst country in the world, which is Liberia, for 5.2 million people. And, you know, what people don't realize is that by, by, by providing the proper nutrition for children, you're allowing their brain, their cognitive ability to be able to function properly. So we're not just providing them with, you know, synthetic vitamins. We're providing them with products that came from plants that are helping their body fight against all sickness and disease, which decreases medical costs, which allows them to have a normal childhood, which, and then on top of that, providing them with fresh water. See, see what most people don't realize is that in Liberia, little girls can't go to school because they're walking eight hours round trip to go get dirty water for their family. And so by providing that water, now we're allowing these little girls to be able to go to school. And the other part, big problem with that is, is that sex trafficking was rampant in that company, in that country, because the little girls were walking and they knew where they were walking and they would go and pick them up. So 87% of the sex trafficking in that country has been decreased by providing fresh water, which is absurd. That's incredible. Yeah, absolutely incredible. And in such a perspective opener, because not many of us are thinking about that. No, no one's thinking about the little girl in Liberia. I mean, no. there are people are, and that's why you got the doctorate, but there, what, so what, so just overall with the philanthropy and your business, has, has the philanthropy helped your business? So we've gone from 15,000 a month to 270,000 a month in two wow. years. And that just doesn't happen in the accounting industry. It may happen in some other um, industries, but the accounting industry doesn't typically grow over 25% a year. Yeah. And the reason why is because it, it's it, a typical person can't take on more than three or four hundred three or four hundred people in a given tax season. And so what we've been able to do is we have we don't want to turn anyone away. We want to help everyone. It's not about, um, you know, making sure that we have the most profitable clients. It's making sure that we're doing everything in our in our power. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello? What happened? Can you hear me? Hello? Jordan? Hello? Yeah, wow, that was crazy. This has happened once before. Um, let's restart. You were at... 215 yeah, yep. 270 and then it started lagging yep so we went from 215 from fifteen thousand dollars a month to over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month and you know in our industry that just doesn't happen and every single day you know our focus is about providing purpose it's how much impact can we make it's not how much money can we make because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And the reason why I work so hard every single day is to focus on being, because I, I want to feed 50,000 children a day. I'm nowhere near that. I'm, you know, at 9,000. So I've got a long way to go. I want to provide safe drinking water for 365 people a day. 
So, you know, in order to do that, I need to be a $20 million company, not a $2.5 million company. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And that's a significant uh, distinction that you're looking at. And it's not just, hey, we want to 10x our income. No, that's not what we're trying to do. I mean, that happens, which is part of it. But what we're trying to do here is I want to feed more people. I want to, because that's probably the most fulfilling part that you can write out this check. The now instead of feeds 500 people, feeds 5,000. You're like, wow, look, that's a good feeling. You're going to go to bed feeling better. I'm sorry. I don't know anyone else who's do. I mean, I know other people doing stuff, but this is like very impactful work and not many people put philanthropy at the front of their businesses as they should be. Yeah. And the the huge part of that, and most people don't even realize is that if you put that first, then it becomes 100% tax deductible as a business expense. So if you start giving from a gross income level instead of a net income level, meaning after you've spent everything and you just decide you want to give, one, it allows your clients, your employees, your everyone who partners with you to be a part of the mission with you. And then on top of that, you get to write it off of 100% as a business tax deduction, as opposed to you may get some deduction on a personal level as an underneath itemized deductions. So instead of it going through as charitable contributions, it's actually considered to be a cost of goods sold item because it's part of your model. It's part of every day, everything that you're doing, every time you sell a product or a service or for every dollar that you're bringing in, that now you're giving a percentage of that or it could be for every serving just like we've done and you know what that what that will do for us one it puts us into positions it's what got me a phd i got an honorary phd right i didn't i didn't go to school for four years i didn't spend the money to do that i got an honorary phd from a christian university for my philanthropy work and i got that in um, a doctorate in christian leadership and business because I just wanted to help change the world. See, I, I believe that the crazy ones, right? The ones who believe they can change the world really can. And I know that I'm one of those crazy ones. And I know that we are going to impact uh, enough business owners. One, because we've got to get other business owners to do the exact same thing. We need them to start giving. We need them to think on a daily basis, how much impact am I creating? Because Six million children die a year. We could end that if we get hundreds of other businesses on board with doing the exact same that same thing that I'm doing. So instead of us being focused on making money every single day, let's focus on let's create massive impact every single day and let's make money doing it because that truly is at the end of the day is it's all about teaching more people how to save more money, right? Because we need to free up money for people to be able to give more. So teaching them how to save, teach more, how to save more so that they can have more, they can live more, and then they can give more. And they see what the true meaning of life is because I, then I can take that and I can nourish more, I can feed and provide more fresh water, and I can, I can free more children. And that's the true meaning of life because that fulfillment, like there's nothing like waking up every morning and knowing I'm doing, I'm making a massive shift. I'm making a massive change. And then on top of that, we're freeing up, I would say a half a million dollars a week now 
for people that didn't even know that they're overpaying in taxes. So it's just really, really fulfilling to be able to do the things that we're doing every day. And, and that's a big, that's another perspective changer that I want to bring up for Courtney. There's many people that own tax firms. There's many people that are doing taxes and they think, oh, this is, I'm the tax guy. I'm the boring tax guy. Do you hear how exciting her voice is? It, it shows that she really cares. So uh, another thing I wanted to dive into is how are these client discussions different now? Are, are you, when you speak to them, do you, you guys obviously bring this topic up? Is it just about the taxes now or is it about, hey, let's do this together? Like, how can we help this? Like, how's that, yep. how's that look different? And now we're starting to have clients and, um, you know, vendors that are now starting to give back to the same nonprofits that we are giving to. And they want to be a part of something greater because at the end of the day, there comes a time where you, you're making enough money to support yourself. That's the hope and the dream, right? That you're making enough money to support yourself. You're making enough money to provide for your family. And then what? You know, a lot of those people that are really, really good at making money, they could do more, but it comes a time where it's like enough's enough. Whereas in this situation, I've created almost an addiction in my life. My, my business has turned into my passion, my purpose, my, um, you know, it is, I've created a, a place that I don't need a vacation from every single day. And I never really thought that you could get that from working, right? I really thought, you know, you had to have a, a you'd have a purpose on the outside and, and then you'd work. And when you can, can figure out a way to combine those two, and it may not be feeding children for you. It may not be freeing children from sex trafficking. It may not be providing safe drinking water. Those are amazing causes. But it may be something different, but I, I just implore upon everyone listening is just find something, find something that you can link to what you're doing every single day so that, so that every day, no matter if you're hurt, no matter if you're in a bad mood, no matter if you're depressed, no matter what's going on in life, you can still get up every day and say, you know what, I've got to go do this because I'm making massive change. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, I think many business owners are going into meetings differently than accounting prep meetings or doing their actually tax work. Just think about it. If they're thinking, okay, once this is done, we get paid, we get paid, we feed 10, 10 children or whatever it is. It's a very different mindset change. And it's a minor distinction that many of us can do. Now, is there any way, what would be, because you're well-versed in taxes, would it be uh, plausible for like, like say maybe someone's an employee listening, how could mm -hmm. they get involved in some sort so, of capacity? Yep. So especially high income earner employees, uh, one, start a business. I don't care, you know, what you're doing, how much money you're making. They're the best thing that you can possibly do is shift over into the second tax system that was created to provide wealth, which is the business owner tax system. The average W-2 employee pays 40% of every dollar they make in taxes. So that needs to shift. If you have some sort of home-based business that is going to guarantee to save you four to $7,000 a year in taxes, and then you have the extra money to be able to do more things with it, whether you want to give some away, whether you want to, um, you know, go on an extra vacation, whether you want to, you know, do some, do something more for your family or just pay off some debt. Uh, so I would suggest one finding a home-based business and then 
two, if you want to start giving, it costs $2 to provide nourishment for a child. And you can find our three nonprofits on our website, otbtax.com forward slash philanthropy. You can see all of the information about them, uh, the last well, man relief, OUR, um, and then you can donate directly there and it'll go straight to them. And so, you know, what this has done for me is that it's allowed, it's allowed, you know, what if I have a bad day or if I have a client that's, that's, you know, <laughs> I'm not really happy with today or they're calling our office and getting upset, then when they get off the phone, our staff is like, well, you know what, it may not, they may not have treated us well today, but they fed a thousand kids or they fed 500 kids, you know, so, so it's like you don't, we're on a different mission. We're on a different level. It's not, it, it's a different place in, in time that, you know, that you are truly just focused on doing the greater good. And when you do that, good people start coming into your life. Great things start happening. You start developing this massive abundance. And, you know, I, I truly believe, you know, and for those of you may not believe in God, you know, uh, I believe in karma. I believe in, in if you give the universe more than, um, than what you, than a typical person, you're going to get back more in, in return. And, you know, whether you believe in God or, or whatever, you know, I truly believe that whatever you believe that you can have on this earth, you can. <laughs> and, you know, we've got a long way to go. We need to be a $2 billion company. We know we can eradicate childhood malnutrition with that number. And uh, we can do a whole lot of really, really amazing things along the way. Yeah. And I love how it makes everyone part of the team, every employee, every client, everyone you work with, you say, Hey, join the team, join the team. We're all yeah. trying to do this together. And it's not about, Hey, what's she getting on me? What's he getting on me? It's none of that is what can we do together as a team? Yes. So I think it's so important and it puts you in a much better place. Yes. Mentally. It's a win, yeah. win, win opportunity for everybody. Cause we're, we're freeing up money. We're providing true purpose. Even if they don't give, we're giving for them. On their behalf, so, yeah. Right. If they, you know, we have a, say we have a client, we do a corporate tax return. That's 1500 bucks. Well, that's 1500 servings of nutrition that we're also providing. That's 10 people that we're providing fresh drinking water for a lifetime. And so that's a different feeling than just saving someone money in taxes. Yeah. And for them, you know, why would you ever go somewhere else when over here you're feeding kids, freeing kids and providing fresh water, plus you're saving money in taxes, as opposed to going over here where you're just getting a service, you're getting your tax return filed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. People want to work with you if you're on a mission. Yes. They want to be part of that mission. So, Courtney, we're running out of time. I know that the times, you got to be time sensitive. But um, what do you have... Uh, any last thoughts for anyone that's contemplating or thinking about joining or what, what can people do next? Or what do you, what do you have left to say? I mean, one, you know, I would just tell you that I spent a lot of my life thinking that I was always going to have just enough. And I did, um, you know, if I needed a new tire, I just happened to have a couple extra hundred bucks and I had just enough. And, your what you believe money is and what you believe money is not you're exactly right and that was one of the biggest 
transitions for me in my life was uh, Tony Robbins did a massive transformation with me for about three and a half hours one day uh, in February of 2019. And it was what money is and what money is not. And what I believe money was, was uh, money was time and money was security and money was, you know, joy. But what I also said money was not was I said the same things. Money is not time. Money is not joy. Money is not everything. Money doesn't grow on trees. And so I'd said those things for so long that I could make money, but I couldn't ever keep it. And because what I believe subconsciously it was and, and unconsciously, subconsciously and consciously that they were, they collided. And so when I started giving on a massive level, things shifted for me because money at that time did not provide me happiness because I was constantly just paying bills. I was trying to buy my stuff back. I was paying for an attorney. I was paying for all these things that I didn't want to pay for. And when I started giving, that shifted my thinking. And money did provide me happiness so I could help more people. And so I have so many people every single day that, you know, that money, they say money can't, money's not everything. It is. It really is. Um, because it's what not what money provides. It's not. It's not the money, it's what the money provides. And if I had millions and millions of dollars today, I would feed children with it. I would provide safe drinking water with it. And, you know, we give away twice as much as we keep every single month. And I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> and I'll continue to do that for the rest of my life. And because it provides me with such great fulfillment and joy, and I'm creating a legacy of giving back, my children aren't focused on name brand stuff. They're focused on how are we helping people every day. So I'm not only changing, changing my generation, I'm changing and creating a legacy of giving that will then catapult my children to have a life of true abundance and be able to provide them with a business that not only that not only provides them money but also provides them with a true purpose in life because that's what so many people are lacking so I suggest you find something start giving start creating um, this this purpose over your problems and you know the best way I will tell you that if something is happening here in your life that's not going the way you want it to go focus on helping someone else because then everything in life just starts getting better as you continue to help more and more and more people and the things that were a big deal yesterday just kind of go away and they all work out to be in your best interest so I pray that you find something you're passionate about something you love start giving start helping others and so that you can have true abundance on this earth that's beautiful. Courtney, I love it. This is why I wanted to have you on. I wanted everyone to know about how we can get socially involved in giving and how that's possible. I'll drop all the links below to our website with the philanthropy. And yeah, I, I appreciate having you on and I'm really grateful you came on today. Thanks so much, Jordan. I appreciate you. Thank you for reaching the end of the podcast. For that, we'll give you a complimentary coaching session in the link below with Edwards Consulting. Hope to see you there and have a great day and keep clocking in. Thank you for reaching the end of the podcast. For that, 
We'll give you a complimentary coaching session in the link below with Edwards Consulting. Hope to see you there and have a great day and keep clocking in.